Hey friends, my name's Will. And my name's Hannah. And you're listening to the Spiritual Misfits Podcast. If you've ever found yourself on the fringes of Christian faith, this is a safe space for you. Your questions, doubts and hopes are all welcome here. We're creating conversations, affirmations, meditations and other resources to support you on your spiritual journey. And let you know that even if you feel like a misfit, you don't have to feel alone. Hello, friends. This Good Friday, I wanted to invite you into a brief meditation on Psalm 22. First, I want to invite you to find a comfortable place to listen. Maybe a favorite chair or a spot where you feel safe. In a moment, I'm going to read the whole psalm. But before I do, let's take a moment to become grounded. At the end of this reflection, I'll invite you to light a candle if you'd like to and sit for a moment longer. If you want to pause now and grab one, that might be a good idea. If you don't have one, don't worry. Now, let's take a moment to become aware of our body. You may wish to close your eyes and move your attention through your body, starting with your feet, working up through your legs, your back, your shoulders and arms, your neck, your head. What can you feel? Try to relax your body and let go of any tension you may be holding in your shoulders, your jaw, or wherever else you notice it. Now take a deep breath in and let it go. Do this a few times, focusing on the breath, entering and leaving your lungs. I want to invite you to see this as a sacred space. It doesn't matter what room or building or place you're in or whether you feel relaxed or tense. The divine love of Christ is present in this moment and place. Your body, the ground beneath you, Sacred space. For God so loved the world. God so loves the world. The psalm I'm about to read was written by David long before Jesus of Nazareth came on the scene. However, it is thought to be a prophetic description of the crucifixion of Christ 
And Jesus quotes this psalm from the cross. After reading it, I want to share one thought with you that you may find helpful. But first, as I read the psalm, I want you to try and imagine the feelings and sensations of the psalmist and of Jesus. This is Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer, by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One, you are the one Israel praises. In you, our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you, they cried out and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. Roaring lions that tear their prey open their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a pot shard, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. But you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. 
and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. There is much that could be said about this psalm. I want to offer you one thought which has helped immensely in my own understanding of what happened on Good Friday. The most famous line of this psalm is the one that passed through Jesus' own lips. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Many people read this and conceptualize this as the moment when God can no longer look at Jesus. Some theologies and atonement theories postulate that in this moment, as Christ bore the sins of the world, God could not even bear to look at Jesus. I too used to view it this way. But did you notice these lines in the psalm? For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. There's a way of looking at the crucifixion and insisting that God never actually turned away. That God never turns away. God never despises the suffering one. God always listens to the cry for help. The reason this matters is that some of us may have become accustomed to theology that communicates that God is often ashamed to look at God's creation and that Jesus somehow rescues us from this God. There are whole books on different atonement theories, and you can read them if you're interested. But the invitation I want to simply extend to you from Psalm 22 is the possibility that God never turns away. We all may feel forsaken at times, and part of the comfort of the cross is this idea that even Jesus can empathize with this feeling of being forsaken, this co-suffering Christ. We might even say that in this moment, Jesus is having a moment of deconstruction. Jesus is experiencing a dark night of the soul. But what if, despite the feeling of separation, God is not hiding? What if the cross and the resurrection reveal a God who never turns away? What if the cross isn't a mechanism that makes it possible for God to love and forgive, but instead it's a revelation that even our attempts to crucify God cannot separate us from God's love and forgiveness, which was there all along? My friend, When you feel forsaken, abandoned, anguished, what if you held on to this seed of a belief that God never turns God's face from you? You are seen, 
known, embraced, loved. We might call this gospel good news. What I have come to see in the Good Friday story is a clear picture that the darkest acts of the human heart cannot extinguish the flame of God's self-giving love or the loving gaze of God's face turned towards creation. So if you have a candle, why don't you light it now? Sit as long as you need to and ask, what if God never turns away? May you have a blessed Easter. May you know the hope of resurrection. Spiritual Misfits podcast is brought to you by Meeting Ground, a church for the misfits. We know we are only one small and humble faith community, but we're making this work in the hope that we can encourage and empower other people in similar spaces. If you haven't already done so, jump on our website, spiritualmisfits.com.au and join our mailing list to receive the Sunday message. No spam, no sales, just weekly encouragement around faith from the fringes. If you know someone who would benefit from hearing this episode, please share it and consider giving us a rating and review on your podcast platform or social media of choice. We'll catch you next time. Until then, take care and be kind.